about in this episode, we talk about what in the hell executive function is, why it's a boring word, and maybe how do we fix it? Question mark, exclamation point. It's episode 31. Let's go. You are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD symptoms. Why? I'm your host, creator of the Nudge Program, author of Descending to the Top. My name, Russ Jones. Nice to meet you. Guys, we are going to learn about some stuff. We're going to laugh about some stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, here is some stuff. All right. Well, good morning, all y'all. Or I guess if you're listening in the afternoon, good afternoon, all y'all. Or good evening, all y'all. Whatever whatever all y'all's time frame is, that's what I'd say to you. Good good one of those. Well, we did eight weeks together. We, we're done here. Did you guys do it? Did you guys follow along with the, over the past eight weeks? Did you participate? Were you successful? Did you guys think, uh, hey, this is actually a really good idea. I'm going to give this a try. And then you completely forgot, even though you had such good intentions. Would you be shocked to hear that that's normal for us? That's kind of that's kind of our thing. Let me give you my update. Uh, in my final week, I ate okay. I exercised some. Ultimately, over eight weeks, I lost eight pounds, so I'm good with that. Um, and I'm going to keep fine-tuning as I go. I actually didn't have a structured meal planning, because uh, guess who else forgot? I did. As I was writing this episode, I realized, holy crap, I completely <laughs> forgot to do the meal planning because my workouts were not at a specific scheduled time like I'd initially planned on. They were kind of when I was fitting them in. And uh, that was kind of around 4 p.m. And I found that my well is depleted by the end of the day. And I mentioned before I had to stop taking my ADHD depression medicine while I got my blood pressure in order. So I I was just ineffective in the afternoon. And that was right when I was supposed to do my meal planning and my working out. So only in reflecting back did I even notice it. So what I've learned here is that I do need to have some sort of formal meal plan time daily. And my intention will be that I will structure that in the morning moving forward. So that's how I'm going to keep going with this. Um, So I spent the time reflecting over the past eight weeks. I went from 200 pounds to 192. As I mentioned earlier, I lost eight pounds. And that's basically what I envisioned doing. Um, And it turns out that's what I got. All right. And so this is the time to look back and reflect and give myself kudos for what I accomplished. Old version of me would look back, see that I forgot some stuff, didn't make enough progress, would beat beat myself up internally, right? And that would cause me to fall deeper, go back into some of the old habits, maybe pick up smoking again. I don't know. Eat some more pizzas. Whatever, whatever was is instantly gratifying in the moment. But that's not the ADHD Big Brother way. Now, after eight weeks, we look at everything that is positive from day one. Eight weeks ago, I was 200 pounds, not feeling good in my skin. Most likely, that's what caused my high blood pressure. I now weigh 192. Victory there. I'm much more aware of my eating than I was eight weeks ago. That's good. And I also began a weekly three-mile walk with a good friend of mine, Brian. The biggest, most clear bottom line of all of this is, is that I am closer to my goal than I was on day one. So it's a win. As I move forward, I need to find a way to externalize my accountability because I'm not going to be tracking this on the podcast. 
So I'll continue to nudge myself by making things as easy as possible. And I'm aiming to drop another eight pounds in the next eight weeks. So I'm going to enlist my buddy Brian as my accountability partner. And he doesn't know this yet. (laughs) But I will tell him on our next walk. He's going to be cool with it. I know that. He's going to be like, yeah, dude, awesome. How this is going to work, it's easy. I'm going to tell him what I'm working on, and I'll update him on our weekly walks. I have a little more experience in the health area stuff, so weekly should be okay. But if I find that I'm not setting my appointments, then what I will do is do brief check-ins every day. Just a quick text. Hey, dude, this is what I'm planning on doing, and I'm going to text you as soon as I'm finished. Then it becomes an assignment, and the due date is right there. The consequence is right in front of my face. I owe him an email as soon as the workout is over. I have to do a workout now because there is an email that I have to send today. Done and done, externalized accountability, woo-hoo, wooey-hooey. So I'm going to continue with this particular effort over the next eight weeks. If you want to join me, join me. I would be more than happy. And I'd be very interested if you went through the process for the past eight weeks. Tell me how did it go. Reach out. Give me an update. And then also, I have a favor to ask of you guys before we move on. Um, If you're enjoying the podcast, if you're getting value out of it, Uh, please do me a favor and review it on iTunes. If you could just write a quick blurb about how you're benefiting from the podcast, then that helps others who are searching for ADHD podcasts. Hopefully they can find me uh, online. Those ratings and the reviews, they're apparently very helpful in, in people being able to find the podcast. And you know what? They also put a big smile on my face. So, (laughs) so thank you for doing that guys. And if you could share it on the social media platforms, I would love you for it. Um, All right, let's get into executive function. You've most likely heard it a ton. You've probably researched it a ton. But if you're new to the term, here's a little psychoeducation for you. Now I'm going to put it in the most simplest of terms. These are uh, the brain skills uh, or abilities used for attention and self-regulation. It's what is required to do such things as getting started or uh, staying focused or not interrupting. Those of us with ADHD, we suck at this stuff. They, this is not our strong suit. Executive function, to me, that's a boring word. It sounds like something that the CEO does, you know, like, it's, what's the function of the executive? Well, it's drive the bottom line and to facilitate the organization to this topmost and we got the stockholders. You're like, what? Oh, God, I fell asleep. I was like, what, what are we talking about? Executive science? What? The science stuff, it's not great for me. I mean, it's always nice to know how my brain works, but I can't see it. It's I struggle with the fact I can't see my brain. So when, when we're talking about it and I'm like, well, how does that affect my ability to, to not do my goddamn laundry? Because I I know I need to do my laundry, but I'm not doing my laundry. It's what's happening inside my school. <laughs> so because I'm not a scientist, I, I'm just going to refer to the works of the guy that I admire the most in the science land. His name is Russell Barkley. Um, And it's not just because he's a fellow Russell, all right? That just kicks it up a notch. But he's good. He's the one that I Google when I'm looking for answers. Now, I'm just going to cliff notes the bejesus out of him. And yes, I did type the word bejesus. And then it took five minutes of my time to look it up and like learn why. Where did that come from? Turns out, guys, it's Irish. Yeah, they say bejesus. And sometimes they also say bejabers. So if you're not into saying the word Jesus in your words, you might try the word bejabers. And I'm not quite sure if this is an Irish or a Scottish accent. I'm just trying to mimic Mrs. Doubtfire, dearie. So back to Russell Barclay. The, the guy knows his way around ADHD. 
He knows his way around the block. So I'll put some links to his webinars and his speeches if you go to the website, ADHDBigBrother.com. What it's, it'll be the first blog post, the most recent one. Now, let's see. He's not an entertainer, but if you want the raw data, if you guys want the PowerPoints, that's he's the guy. When I think of executive function, I think of it as uh, I think of it juice. It's go juice, right? It's do juice. It's like the doing. It's go do juice, right? And now I can visualize it because now it sounds like something that you would buy in a really expensive organic grocery store, right? Filled. It's a, it's go do juice, and it's filled with random roots and berries. Maybe it tastes like hay, but it, guys, it's chock full of antioxidants and, you know, healing properties. It's really natural. It only costs $15 for an eight ounce bottle, but it's really, your body's going to thank you. It's go-do juice, guys. When things are easy, you don't really need any juice in the tank. But when things are tough, they have multiple steps. They require strategic thinking, require self-regulation, you know, like not impulsively getting up at a meeting or doing anything that has no immediate reward, not, like doing boring things or not interrupting people mid-sentence because you already know what they're going to say and they're just taking forever. And humans aren't like audiobooks. You can't like change them to 1.5 speed. All these things, these are things that are easy for the normies and they don't require juice from them. It requires a lot from us. Our tank of go-to juice, it depletes faster than most because we have underdeveloped executive function brain stuff. The way Russell Barkley puts it is that the brain has two sides. It's got a knowledge side and it's got a performance side and ADHD splits the two in half. Those of us with ADHD, we know what to do. We can't do it. We know that we can technically do it, we know how ridiculous it sounds to say that, that I know what to do. Absolutely. I know what to do. It's like, do the laundry. I know. I know how to do the laundry, Marjorie. I'm just currently in a catatonic state. I can't physically move to do the laundry. Okay, Marjorie, yes, I know that I know how to physically move. I get that, okay? I just can't. <sighs> just leave me alone. I'm just, I'm going to scroll Instagram uh, while you call me lazy and well, I tell myself that I suck. So how does that look inside, according to science? Well, there's issues with the frontal striata circuit, the frontal cerebellar circuit, and the frontal limbic circuit. Duh. <laughs> oh my God, that's just, that's just brain 101. The Cliff's Notes here, uh, seriously, I have to dumb things all the way down for myself. I have to create visual metaphors or nothing sticks. And then I have to filter everything that everybody says through my own personal experience because guys, ADHD, it hit, it'll hit us all different. It's not like there's one level of ADHD. So all these scientific studies, you know, when they spit out their percentages of effectiveness, it's never a hundred. We talked about that last week. If you have the hundred percent for everybody's study, I need to see it. I want to, I'm hungry for it. I've been waiting for you. So I recognize that our executive function skills, they're not developed like a normie. So how does, what does this mean? It means that I'm ruled by external factors. You know, that whole ridiculous shiny object thing, cliche, or, or, you know, Hey, look, it's a squirrel, you know, as if any of us are, are drawn to looking at squirrels. It's not the squirrel guys. It's the fight between two squirrels and we're wondering what's going on there is that a is a husband and wife squirrel fight and in that case what what happened is it squirrel adultery is she like did she catch him and then now we're talking about like what goes on there 
right? Squirrel divorce. How do you divide up the nuts? You know, and if if I was giving her advice, I'd be like, you know what? Don't tell him where you hit him. You know, it's it, he did this to himself, you know, and if he dies in the winter, then that's on him, okay? He should have thought of that before he got a side squirrel girl, right? We ADHD types, we're just grabbed by our external environment. This executive function also means it's very hard uh, to be accountable to myself, right? When we were younger, we were accountable to our parents. But as we grew up, that inner brain flicker that allows us to be accountable to ourselves, well, didn't flick for whatever reason. It also means that we did not develop the ability to delay gratification. So we never developed this ability to hold something into our mind for a long period of time, knowing that there was going to be some reward down the line. Delayed gratification. That's not a thing for us. I mean, come on, long-term goal. How about feel good now? That's why sex and really tasty bad food, that's wonderful for us. And that's why addictions, that's so trendy with us, right? It's like hashtag things got out of hand, you know, hashtag uh, too much of a good thing. We don't think long-term consequences. We think immediate gratification. Or on the other side of things, we only see consequences when they're literally right in front of our face. And that's why we put off stuff to the last minute. I think if I was going to say what our mantra probably is as ADHD, it would be either uh, I need to get my shit together or I need help getting started. All of these things are ruled by the amount of go-do juice that we have in the tank. So the thing to know about this juice is that it depletes quickly for us. And perhaps you notice at the end of the day, a long day of fighting impulses, trying to sit still, trying to stay focused. We enter into like a catatonic state at the end of the day where we can just barely function. It's like watching TV or playing video games. That's all we really have the mental space for. So all those ideas and plans that we had in the morning when we were full of juice and we had all these great ideas, this is what I'm going to do today. By the end of the day, it's just like, nope, pass, don't have the energy for it. We'll do it tomorrow when I have go-to juice in the tank. And we all know how tomorrow goes. Tomorrow, the, the tank is depleted again and again. This is all because of the amount of effort that things take, the amount of juice required. Normies don't need to make as big of an effort, so their tank doesn't deplete like ours. The goal here, in my mind, for having ADHD is how can I keep my tank as full as possible of that go-to juice? So shall we discuss the fix? Well, I say we should. Let us go. Let me just get my paperwork in order and we'll get to the fixy time. What are the things that deplete the tank? Let's minimize those. That's step one, right? Externalize everything. That way you don't have to remember anything. Anything that requires the brain should be externalized. Our school spaghetti, it guzzles go-to juice like a freaking Lamborghini. So yeah, our mind, it can go 250 miles an hour in five seconds. Yeah, kick butt, dude. But that tank's going to run dry immediately. So one of the first things that you're going to do to externalize, and this is one of the first things that's going to happen when you work with an ADHD coach, is you're going to commit to a planner. There you go. You guys, you just got free coaching. Here you go. I gave you some great ADHD coaching for free, problem solved. Use a planner every gosh darn day. So when you wake up in the morning, you look at it. Look at it. Get in the habit of opening it up and just looking at it. Your eyeballs staring at it. And who, it doesn't even matter if there's nothing in there. 
Just open it up and stare at a blank page and then say, guess what? I did the thing I said I was going to do. I looked at it. Bam. Shazam. There's your first goddamn reward of the day. Easily half a cup of go-do juice. Right there. Boom. It's like a refreshing glass of water in the morning. Just enough to keep you going. Externalizing the planning. And I personally, I use a bullet journal. It's not bedazzled like, you know, you'd see like these teenagers and their their collages and really cool artwork. I wish, you know what I'm saying? I wish I had that kind of artistry with my uh, daily planning. I'm not going to bore you with how to use a bullet journal. There's a wonderful book. The guy wrote a book about it. It's called The Bullet Journal Method. It is exactly, it's named exactly what it is. So you have fun Googling it. Index page. That's what got me hooked. I mean, that alone, that is your money's worth. You're like, wow, what is the index page? You guys, you know how you write down important information randomly in random places like, oh, maybe you scribbled it on an old bill or you've got one of your eight notebooks that you bought for each one's a different size and a different type of paper because you were going to use it for a very specific thing. And then now it just becomes a catch-all. They're all going to be, they're all scratch pad notebooks. If you have one planner and you have an index page, oh my God, I'm telling you, I have a page in my bullet journal titled blood pressure. So instead of flipping around through mini notebooks or wondering where I wrote my blood pressure down, I open the index page of my bullet journal. I look for the word blood pressure. Lo and behold, it says page 80 to 81. So I flip to page 80 to 81. Holy crap. There's my blood pressure. Guess what I avoided? I avoided the depleting of my go-do juice through the mental anguish of trying to find my blood pressure paper, the anger at myself for losing that piece of paper, the hopelessness of this being a problem since forever and when is it ever going to change? It's one place. This planner, it's it's like the Lord of the Rings of ADHD. We One notebook to rule them all. Index page. I'm telling you, look it up. The second fix is to externalize time. Yes, I'm going to tell you timers again. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm so- sorry, not sorry, really. If you have to use your brain to dwell on how long a task takes, Uh, on when a task will end, you're going to deplete the tank faster. And make sure you're setting a time on your timer so that it's at a time that won't be after you've already depleted your your go-do juice. You want to save some room. You don't want to have complete burnout. Because if you have burnout, you'll go into ADHD catatonia, you'll achieve nothing, and it takes a lot longer to refill the tank again because you got nothing. So if now if you find yourself, you're out of go-to juice, you know, you'll, you'll know because you may find yourself having trouble getting started. You may be unable to control impulses. If you're out of go-to juice, take a break to refill the tank. I would suggest with coming up with a few things that you could do uh, prior in a, in a time when you have a full tank, because when you're in the moment, like let's say that you've, uh, you've, you've hit burnout there's, it's going to be impossible to think then of an idea or of a way to refill the tank because we're done. And even being able to motivate to just get started on refilling the tank is going to be next to impossible. So try to give yourself a few things in your back pocket. For me, these things look like uh, you set a 10 minute timer and you do some kind of physical exercise. I will go on a walk. I will do push-ups. You guys, you can, whatever is the easiest thing to get your body moving. Arm circles. Just stand there and wave your arms around or, or stay, march in place. Whatever it takes. There's actually, my kids, they have a VR headset and they have a game on there. Uh, it's called Smash Drums. 
I will play smash drums for a couple of songs. It's physical exercise. It's pump up music. It gets, that's what I will use to kind of boost my tank a little bit to get me going. We have ADHD. We need breaks to refill our tank. That's just, that's normal for us. It's no biggie. And if you have a job or a life where you're like, man, that 10 minute breaks, it's not practical. It's not a real thing. Then really look at ways in which you can externalize more in your work or your home so that you're depleting the tank uh, slower. And that's it for this week, guys. Let's keep this try. I'm trying to keep these things as short and sweet, just little bitty nuggets. Uh, if I go too long about something, I think we're all going to snooze it out. We're going to fall asleep. So uh, as always, reach out anytime with questions, comments, concerns. If you got ideas for upcoming episodes, let me know. And also, guys, reach out if you have air fryer recipes. I know that has literally nothing to do with ADHD, but I have an air fryer now and I freaking love it. What are you making in yours? Hit me up. Send me a recipe. Also, I'm into sci-fi fantasy novels. I just finished The Name of the Wind. I don't think I've got it in me to to do the thousand-page sequel. What are you reading? What are you doing? Send me a message. Let me know. Go to the website, ADHDBigBrother.com. Click on Contact. And there you go. Direct access. All right, guys. With that, may all your days be filled with go-to juice. And I will talk to you next week. Later. Later.